When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on? It is. It is. Wow, it's noon exactly. Tuesday, June 25th. Just flipped from noon to 12.01 right in front of my eyes. Jake's favorite day of the week. It's John Boy and Jake Radio. We got some sports to talk about. We got some weird news to talk about. Oh my God, I just saw your last bullet. On the national news, this is going to get ugly. Welcome to Tuesday, bitch. <laughs> How are you doing, Jake? I'm okay. Um, definitely uh, post-Vegas times uh, Tuesday uh, times Tuesday. Had, uh, had some some darks, dark thoughts this morning. Um, so just been wrestling with myself alone in a room about that. Um, tried watching Sesame Street's Tiny Desk NPR to kind of straighten me out and get some good emotions going. It helped a little bit. Um, thought about how iconic Big Bird and Elmo are, man. They're all time. Yeah. Big Bird, I think, is bigger than Elmo. Uh, yes. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. Big Bird um, might be the most recognizable thing. It's kind of like a shack type situation. Big Bird is so larger than life that like Shaq and Big Bird will just live on and you you see them once and you know who they are. Also pretty descriptive name like you show someone who's never seen that Big Bird before and you're like what is that? They're going to just throw a guess out there and be like a Big Bird and they're like yeah, it's Big Bird. Yeah, wow, he's recognizable all over. And it's like, well, just if really you've well heard about Big Bird and then you see Big Bird, you are 99% you've run into the right cat. Did or you, bird in this case. Did you watch Sesame Street growing up? Not a lot, man. I, I was straight into sports. Um, I never. I don't. I don't really know what like an episode of Sesame Street consists of. I never watched Sesame Street. I don't really get. I don't know what it's all about. Yeah, I, I mean, I know all the big players. I mean, Cookie Monster, Elmo, Oscar the Grouch. Um, I, I think it's good. I think it kind of was like the original. Uh, people are going to chew my head off for this, but I think it was the what Sesame Street was good at was something that SpongeBob later was good at, which was it was entertaining for the kids, but it was also entertaining for the adults. Like if you're if you're forced into watching kid shows because you have kids, I think Sesame Street was good at slipping a little one-two jokes in there that weren't necessarily inappropriate, but like they'd have like a Madonna reference, and you know if you're if you've got to watch that with your kids, you don't have to just count the numbers every day, and they're like, oh wow, that's that's a pretty good Madonna joke. So, um, and I think SpongeBob is also good at that. Yeah, I don't like either show, so there you go. But you haven't put in a lot of time with either show, so you don't know. Oh, SpongeBob, I definitely tried to watch it in middle school because, like, everyone watched it. And then I was like, why is everyone watching this? This is a kid's show. And Sesame Your tastes have developed now. Maybe you weren't ready for it. No, no, I still don't. I would never watch that. Anyway. Wow. uh, So what were your dark thoughts? You were just, like, thinking about painting your room black? Oh, just miserable depression. What is life? Um, what's it all about? What do you do? Um, That's why I stopped drinking. Your family. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't drinking at all, but... No, 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 um, no, no. Like, the days after, like, a weekend bender, like, that Monday, Tuesday, was, like, the darkest, deepest depression I could ever find myself in. And that's why I told Katie, I was like, 
I don't think I'm going to stop drinking. Yeah, I mean, I haven't had a sip since like late Saturday, um, which which is funny. But no, it's just Tuesday, and it, it's my curse to bear a little bit. And it did get a multiplier from seeing the the Vegas mode this weekend. But uh, uh, it'll be gone by tomorrow, and uh, you just let those dark thoughts have their way for a little bit, and see you tomorrow. But um, we, uh, I, I got a cup of Joe ready, and I, I'm I'm ready to take it on. How are you doing? I am doing well. I'm doing well. I mean, I, I was up late last night because we were had late night recording. We're talking Yanks last in the past, so late night. So it's a late start today, but I'm excited. I don't really know anything that happened in the sports world, so I'm excited to hear what, what happened, what went on. Yeah, it wasn't a huge day. No? No? Okay. All right. There's uh, people in the chat hanging out already. What's going on with the song? The song, I don't, that's from a John Hughes movie because it's John Hughes week. Right. Um, Try a Little by Otis Redding. Big Otis Redding fan. You like Otis Redding? Um, I mean, Shades of Grey, like obviously when the song got repopularized by Kanye, Jay-Z, and Aziz Ansari, um, you know, it could tell what Otis is doing. And I, what song I mean, you know, did they do? He's got a couple classics. What's that? What song did those guys... I don't know what song those guys did by Otis. They did the Otis remake. It was... I mean, the music video was very popular. It definitely got in front of your face at one point. It was... It was... Uh, Jay-Z, like I mentioned. Um, Kanye and Aziz Ansari just driving a car around a parking lot for a little bit. And it was Otis, featuring Otis Redding. So it was that song, but they rapped in the verses. I think no, you'd recognize it if it came on. I'm trying to figure out what Otis writing song it was. Uh, o- Otis. Um, I'll that's, send you the link. That's, that's a man's name. I'll send you the link. It's the name of the song. It's the name of the Jay-Z song where they sampled an Otis you Redding song. And I want to know what Otis Redding song they sampled. I don't know. Uh, I've seen this music video before. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know what that is. I like Otis Redding a lot. Nice, big fan. He had depressing days. They sampled "Try a Little Tenderness," the song we opened up this uh, show with. Everybody does. Everybody tries a little tenderness. You uh, no. Nice. Everybody has depressing days. You gotta address it. Sitting on the dock of the bay. All right, it's all time. All time Otis song. Yep. Sitting in San Francisco, thought he was never going to get a record deal, Jake. Was sick of the white man taking advantage of him. Uh, was was uh, very sad. You don't think of that song as, like, incredibly sad, but it is. But that's all-time song. Big Otis Redding fan. I think he died early. I think he... Not I think, sure. I think he's an You're early... You're my Otis Redding guy. Yeah, I think he's an early, early death in music guy. Yeah, uh, 25. That's really early. Fuck, that sucks. 26, he just turned 26. Bummer. Made some good music. All right, you want to go into... Oh, we have to rank our days. Almost forgot all about that. What was your day yesterday? Monday. How was your day, Jim? What do you got? Just a big work day. A lot of recording. A lot of work. Like, Yankees won. It was a weird game, but we talked about that. Voicemail episode of Talking Yankees. I'm just going to give it a six. That's my average right now. I didn't do anything Ooh. special at all. Yeah, six. I'm, I'm trying to think. We did we did do a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. Five, five. Your full-grown height. Well, our height. Let's go to the sports. Jimmy, James, John Boy, a fun night in the NBA. We actually had the NBA awards last night. Giannis gets MVP, Budenholzer, coach of the year, Gobert, defensive player of the year, a couple other awards. Meanwhile, moving on with the sports, a lot of love for Giannis last night um, and Team Lou obviously getting that six-man award. But, Jimmer, uh, the news that's circling a lot of the NBA circles has now become a Kyrie versus D'Angelo Russell debate as their two free agent point guards 
Uh, D'Lo played for Brooklyn. Kyrie is eyeing Brooklyn. Kyrie currently better, but the question is how good can D'Angelo Russell uh, become? And as a Knicks fan, uh, hope you could get anyone. Um, and then this is just LOL. Genie Bus calls Magic leaving a surprise. Oh, you mean the press conference a month ago where he pulled the reporters aside and just announced he was leaving casually and said he didn't tell you? That surprised you? <laughs> Genie, we're shocked. Jalen Ramsey, little NFL quick hitter, Jim. He's done dissing QBs because he's growing. So he's really tall now, I guess. Mets front office, Jim, your baseball rep, is making in-game decisions. Um, it's kind of a fun topic if, if you're tied into baseball because this is going on, but it's it's how much do we want to address it. Yanks tie Major League record with homers in 27 straight games. Cubs-Braves clear as the catchers get a little sassy molassy with each other. Michigan beats Vandy in Game 1 of the College World Series. Ooh, the MLB All-Star primaries are done. And Jim, Nick Walenda and his family conquered the world again in their inspirations for everyone. Nick Wanda should be put in jail. We'll get that later. Uh, I, I, you hit it hard quick. I, I think we could get it now if you want it. Nick Wanda is the famous tightrope walker. He comes from a family of tightrope walkers in like the 1860s. His great, great, great parents or grandparents started a troupe at the very early circus we're talking barnum and bailey circus called the flying walendas okay um maybe the 1940s doesn't go back to the 1800s but it goes back deep so many of them have died 1905 so many of them have died jake and they still do it and they put all their kids into it. And I think that's child endangerment to make a kid grow up and brainwash them to want to tightrope across, you know, the Eiffel Tower or Times Square or the Grand Canyon. He does it without a safety net, which no one would care. If you use a safety net, dude, and you still walk across, no one would be like, oh, that fucker used a safety net. That's trash. No one would give you any grief or guff about it, but he, he wants to risk death in, in front of your life because that's what his family does. That's what their thing was. We don't use safety nets because they, they just risk death, and there's been deaths in the family. I hate Nick Walenda. As he tightropes across whatever he's doing, he just constantly says, oh, Jesus, please help me. Oh, Jesus, please help me, which if you believe in God isn't how God should work. I can't, like, put a gun to my head and play Russian roulette, and then say, oh, Jesus, please help me. Jesus, please help me. Jesus, please help me. Fuck Nick Walenda and his stupid family. I feel bad for his kids. Yeah, congrats to them for successfully crossing. Um, yeah, I was, I was on their Wikipedia. It actually is an interesting read because they, they did get picked up by the original like Barnum and Bailey in like the 20s. Um, yeah, you're right. It, I mean, it does suck for those kids just getting roped into that family. And I do love your selfish God argument. Like, why should God give you more of a look when you're just walking over a tightrope? Like, there's, there's other people that could use that. No, yeah, you're not uh, allowed to just put yourself in danger on purpose. And then, I do think, and then I, I don't think God anyone's died in a while. I was looking at the wiki. I don't no, think, I think anyone's it's like died 1940. in a while. I think it's like, yeah. Well, yeah. I think a lot so, of I think in that in that crash when they were in between the apartment complexes doing like their big team stunt, and they all died. Uh, I think, I think like a lot of them were like, "Ooh, okay, this shouldn't be our family thing anymore." Right. But Nick Walenda was like, "Nah, it's going to be our family thing, and I'm going to make my kids do." It. I think his daughter just did it with him. Yeah, showing some skin too. Um, so yeah, congrats to the Walendas from JJR per usual. Um, James, let's go. Where, where do you want it? Um, Jalen Ramsey. Let's get this quick. He's done dissing quarterbacks. He's growing, Jim. You're excited about that. Who, who's he been dissing? Just like every quarterback. He, he came in hot to the league and like literally anybody they were playing, um, I mean, was just throwing them under the bus. 
Like it, 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 it all, basically it became a thing. Like, what is Jalen Ramsey going to say about the next quarterback he talks about? And then I think he had one quote unquote epic rant where he just like crapped on like 10 QBs at once. And everyone's like, what are you even doing? Really? Um, and we're just like, oh, those cornerbacks, they are cocky, huh? And it's like, no. It's is tough. he ripping on opposing quarterbacks or his own? Opposing. Who cares? Wait, wait. I thought, I thought this was he was ripping on his own. No. No, no, no. Like everyone he played against. I'm all for that. Like, I, I, really? don't, know, I don't know how he said it, but like, is it just, it's, it's more than just trash talk? I mean, yeah, kind of. And it, it became, I, I mean, Jim, it became like a topic. It became like everything you hate. Like, it became like the, the pre-week bef- before, the, before the game. It would be like, oh, what's Jalen Ramsey going to say about this week's quarterback? Um, and if that's your team, that's, that's your absolute nightmare. There's ways you can rip, you can do that where I think it's fine. I don't know how he said it. Yeah, I... I don't think you'd be a fan, but maybe you are. Jalen Ramsey, John Boy fan. Like if he's like John- fuck, if he's like half-heartedly being like, "This dude sucks. We got him." Like he ain't gonna like it's just a cocky thing. Like he's got nothing. Then Do you I, like Josh Norman? I don't know enough about. I like I know who Josh Norman is. I've seen videos where he's like out of his element and being a normal human, and he's really yeah. I do like Josh Norman. I've seen a lot of times where he goes on interviews on talk shows and stuff, and I do like Josh Norman a lot. He presents, him, he presents himself well off the field. Jimmy, Josh Norman, Jalen Ramsey guy on and off the field. I don't know anything um, about Jalen Ramsey. But okay. I think you're so allowed not- to talk shit about opposing players. It all depends yeah. how you do it. All right. Um, Jimmy, we had the NBA awards last night. Giannis gets the MVP. He gets a little emotional. Because, um, of course, of, of course you do. Um, they've made the NBA awards into like a whole event. Really? Um, yeah, like they had a whole show last night, and like Shaq was up there, and they're doing silly stuff, which is kind of fun. I I didn't watch; ra- rather watch the the ball that's on, and we're recording stuff. But um, yeah, I don't know. Giannis got emotional. Jim, your guy. I like emotions. Good for him. He's a fun guy. We like emotions. Um, dude, I I mean you you heard it in my voice. Genie Bus calling Magic leaving a surprise. This was the number one headline on ESPN today. But maybe she didn't mean it like, as you guys know, it was a surprise that he left. So we're trying to figure it out. Like, you said it as if she thinks we don't know it's a, like she could. Like, she knows we all know it's a surprise. She's just saying it was a surprise. Right, but this happened over. This was like a month ago. And this is the number one story on ESPN saying his exit was a surprise. Yes, but like, but I don't understand why this is a bad thing. It's not. It, it's nothing about it's a bad thing. It's just a month late. Well, but like, could, like maybe she's doing other things or this was like just when she got interviewed. Yeah, I mean, uh, they they were all talking when it originally happened. Um, okay. And, uh, yeah, I, I, what do you like in baseball, Jim? How about that? The Cubs-Braves thing was funny. Cause Talk about it. Con- you did a breakdown. Yeah, Contreras. Uh, it was weird. Contreras was arguing with the pitch, and he's a catcher, so it's kind of like, ooh, that's different. Catchers usually try not to argue with the ump a lot because they're trying to get the same calls. Flowers laughed at him. It looked like he said something, but you can't see it. And as soon as Contreras hits the home run, he looks back at Flowers. In my mind, Flowers was like, dude, why are you so mad? Or like, yo, like, what are you talking about? And Contreras hits the home run, and he's like, that's what I'm talking about. And then they just kind of fuck you off. Flowers was taken back. He had no idea what happened. He was like, I thought we were just being friendly. And Contreras used it as bulletin board material. He goes, he said something, something, and he goes, fuck you. No, fuck you. And Flowers looks, and his only response was, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Which, it's like, confused, like, uh, no, fuck you. So everyone was just screaming at each other. It was good times. Good uh, F you off. How did this game end? 
Uh, the Cubs in the win? South side or the North side? It was in Wrigley, right? Um, this game, this game, um, I don't know. I don't have that in front of me right now. Yeah, I went to sleep. I worked on it right away because people were asking for it. Uh, Cubs, Cubs won eight to three. Nice. Um, yeah, what I realized is people really hate the Cubs, Jake. I'm not around the NL or the NL uh, divisions that much because we're AL guys. But, right. But, like, I post that video and then still to today I'm just, you know, people have conversations under the video and I'm tagged in those. People really, really hate the Cubs. Which I didn't really know. I didn't know they were. I thought like the Yankees were the most hated. But mm. like, there's some special mean fire for the Cubs from Cardinals fans and Braves fans and and the like. Really, from the Braves too. I I could see kind of the Midwest thing because the Cubs have been getting a, getting a lot of love now for a while. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I was surprised. Like, really hate the Cubs. But that was cool. That got picked up. Doug Gottlieb retweeted it. I sent that to our buddy Chapin, and he didn't know who he is. And then I was like, why do I know who he is then? I think he's is he a WFAN guy. Did you like, does that name sh- scream out to you? He's a baseball guy. Or, excuse me, he's a basketball guy. Doug Gottlieb. He uh, was like a college point guard. He got in trouble in college for, um, I forget if he, not stealing money. He, he did something kind of bad in college. And then he was an NCAA basketball like reporter for a while. I think he does spots on WFAN where he does like that minute, like today in basketball, LeBron James, blah, 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 blah. this was Doug Gottlieb, WFAN, you know, and that's where I know his mm. name. But he gave me the retweet, which was nice. That, that is nice. That was nice, Sam. The Yankees tied the MLB record with uh, homers in 27 straight games. We talked about this a little bit on Talking Yanks yesterday. I'm not going to hang my hat on this. Like, as a Yankee fan, like, I don't think you can go bragging about this. But I, I, I do think that the, the Yankee players like it, and they have fun with it. So I hope they hit a home run today and break it. There you go. A record. A record. Dude, we have a true uh, elimination game in the NCAA, right? Uh, yeah, this is the College World Series. They're doing the best of three. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Michigan has kind of been the team of destiny, kind of this whole College World Series. I mean, Vandy's kind of well-known as a baseball powerhouse. Um, Michigan hadn't been to the dance since 82 or something like that. Oh, and Jim, did you see there was a picture that was going around the Internet, the Michigan pitcher <laughs> – the Michigan pitcher who brought them, who was like the reason they won last time, they showed him in the stands. He's an old man now. Um, but they showed his stats, and he threw like 300-plus pitches in one day. It I, was, I've uh, got it now. His name is okay, like ni- Kerr, right? 1962, John Kerr. Two complete games, 19 innings pitch, 313 pitches in one day, and he had the game-winning sack fly. Like, boom. Next day, couldn't I am John Kerr. I am a man. Couldn't feel his arm the next day. His son's on the Michigan team. Or grandson, I think. Or great grandson. That would make Jimmy Kerr. Yeah. He actually had a good game uh, a little bit ago. So this is a winner wins, or this is no no no. If uh, Michigan wins, they win. If Vanderbilt wins, it goes to a third game. Correct. So who are you rooting for? Are you rooting for Michigan clean sweep, or are you rooting for Vandy to get it to that next game? I mean, we're always rooting for a deciding game, right, for, for either team. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I, this is win-win for me because we are uh, a Vandy house over here, but at the same time, like, the Michigan story is really cool, and we root for baseball schools and non-baseball climates. Yeah. And – Here's what I'm trying to figure out. Here's what I'm trying to figure out. So tonight the game is at 7 o'clock, which I won't be able to watch because the Yankees are at 7 o'clock, right? Right. I can put it on my third or fourth screen. Tomorrow the Yankees are at 1 o'clock, Jake. 
Right. And then we record our Talking Yanks podcast. And then if there is the if necessary game, it'd be at 7 p.m. I could cover that and watch it live. So I'm really rooting for Vandy to win today. Just so I can then watch the game seven. I All right, nice. Then we're team, team Vandy today, then. What's Vandy saying? Go Doors. Go Doors? Go Doors. Go I, Commodores. I feel like there's like a funner saying that you've dropped on Instagram before. Oh. VU Go Doors? Mm. It's Vanderbilt University? No. It was like more like along the lines of like a hook'em, like a weird thing. Anchor down. Oh, anchor down. Anchor down. Yeah, there you go. Anchor anchor the F down, actually, Jim, if you're... Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's what the kids... Yeah. MLB All-Star primaries are done. We said we were going to talk about this today, yesterday. Yes. Do you have... Is there an easy list to find? I do. What do we got? Ale catchers. Chirinos, McCann, Sanchez. We've cast our vote there. I'm going to go with the guy who's got double the home runs of the other guys, and all the other stats are better as well. I'm going to go Gary. Contreras, Grandal, McCann. Grandal's actually having like a huge year, right? Uh, I think Grandal's been good. His stats are pretty funny. Funny in what way? Like, he's... He is arguably, I, I mean, one of the best power-hitting catchers in a while, but we just kind of shrug, and it's like, okay, yes, Manny Grandal. Um, I, I don't know, but his his numbers are like, they're not necessarily up there with Gary, but in, over the past years, they kind of are. Yeah, he's got a 927 OPS, 384 on base percentage right now, and 17 home runs. I guess a really good year for a catcher. Yeah. Will he be the starter or the fucking Real Muto? I can't believe I have to like dislike Real Muto now because of fucking, what's that guy, Joe Frazaro and all those lunatic fans. Yeah, Someone told me that tough. the Phillies just brought in a curveball machine, Jake. Did you hear this? Mm-mm. They were having trouble with curveballs, so they brought in a curveball machine to practice hitting curveballs like this was freshman year of high school. Hey, sometimes you got to uh, do anything that works, man. That's, that's ridiculous, but yeah. Uh, we're having trouble with curveballs. Ball. What? You're like the best of the best, though. I love that. I love that. That's a that's like a shot across the bow. Like, all right, we'll bring in the damn curveball machine if you guys can't hit it. I mean, it just seems like if you're an opposing pitcher, just throw curveballs. You know, like kind of, kind of. Yeah, it's not like no one knew that anyway. All right, who who else do we have? Um, we've got first base, Cron Santana and Voit in the AL. Cron, Santana, and Voight. Um, does Edwin not count? Uh, correct. He'd be a DH, I'm guessing, because like his numbers are there. These are these are the finalists. I mean, the, they did a round of primary voting. These are the finalists. So Edwin didn't get in anywhere. Uh, let me see if or they is did he on a DH, DH list. Uh, there is a DH list, but he's not in there either. Okay, so Edwin got jobbed. He's got, he's got an eight fifty six OPS and twenty three home runs. He's not. Yeah, I mean, I think there's still a chance he could get into the game, but it's it's this whole new system, and I I I, I mean, I can't help you with the system. <laughs> this is what it is now. Man, oh uh, yeah, no, I'm just looking for like who made it, and who got jobbed, and Edwin. That's that's a tough break. So Voit's in. Sand. The finalists are Cron, Santana, and Voigt. Yeah. Vogelback's also having a pretty good year, and he's not in. That sucks for Vogelback. I mean, Seattle, they just clap. They don't vote. Go right. Voigt, I guess. We're, I mean, we're obviously go Voigt in the NL, Bell, Freeman, Rizzo. Freeman, Rizzo. There's got to be better than Freeman, Rizzo. That seems like a popularity 
like Alonzo. Alonzo, yep. Not a finalist. Alonzo got 27 home runs. All right, we, we, might have, we might have to end this. The, all, the All-Stars, this is the dumbest thing in the world. Like, every position's had something wrong with it so far. Yeah, I think that's uh, I, I think that's the bigger thing before we keep going down the list is that you are you're becoming a, a large voice in the baseball community and you hate the All Star system, Jim. What do we do? Pete Alonso has twenty seven home runs, a one dot oh one five OPS, which is the second highest behind Bell, who's also a first baseman. Yes, and also didn't get in. No, Bell's in that finalist list. Okay, so Bell, Freeman, Rizzo. Yep. Rizzo has 19 home runs. I mean, you just said it, Jim. I mean, Bell is the one guy having a better season than Alonzo, and the other two guys are two of the most popular guys, and this is a popularity contest. That's so stupid, man. What do we do? You take the vote away from the fans (laughs) because they just vote in their own guy. And then, like... It's shitty that Mets fans didn't vote in a lot. I don't know. That's that's so stupid. So Edwin's got 23, got like the most home runs. He's not voted in. Alonzo has like not just the most home runs. He's got a 373 on base percentage and a 1.015 OPS, and he's not even voted in as a top three. It's the stupidest system. Uh, yeah, this is that's a dumb system. Judge shouldn't be in there because he got hurt and hasn't played this year. Do you want to read off more names and I'm not going to look at the stats and we'll just. just I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we'll just wait till they come out because this. Well, what's this, the next step? It's tough. Um, the next. So one of these guys gets voted the starter and then I think they fill out the all star team from there. Um, a finalist who does not win the starter is not automatically added. So these are just for the starters. So it's essentially the same system. I think they did primaries so that if someone from a smaller market could make... Like someone from a... Like CJ Cron was probably not going to ever beat out Luke Voigt this year. But if you got them in a primary and guys only had three options and Cron was having a better year, then you're more likely for Cron to have a better chance at getting getting voted in than him. Okay, so we have three finalists. One of them will be the starter. Who? How does that get decided? A, a vote. Another vote between the three? They reopen the voting tomorrow. So, and then, so uh, Freeman, Rizzo, Bell will go to a, a fan vote again. One of them will be the starter, and then they say the other two aren't even guaranteed to go to the All-Star game? Correct. So could someone with the brain say, okay, well, Freeman got voted as the popular choice, but Alonzo's going to be the reserve even though he didn't make the top three? Like, Could that happen? Yes. Well, at least that could happen. But, yeah, take the vote away from the fans. If, if it's going to count towards Hall of Fame voting, which it currently does, and right. if it's going to count towards arbitration hearings, which is the player's money, which it currently does – Alonzo, Rizzo and Freeman are out of arbitration. Alonzo's going to be in arbitration in two years. Hey, I was an all-star my rookie year. That would be something that the arbiter says, okay, well, that gives you a pay increase. But now he's not going to get it because of a dumb system, and he's getting money taken away from him because of a dumb system. This whole thing's so stupid. And there it is. Either shouldn't affect the money, and it's a popularity contest, or it does affect the money and put the correct people in the All-Star game. There's no way it should affect the Hall of Fame. There's zero chance it should affect Hall of Fame. So, whatever. Yeah, it's an exhibition. Yeah. Thank God it doesn't affect home field advantage anymore. That was the dumbest thing in the world. Yeah, that was pretty wild, huh? That was, that was a big swing and a miss. Move it till after the year, let the players vote, and then have them play like an actual series or something. I think people would like that. Yeah, there's better ways to do it. I'd also like a skills competition, not just home run derby. Like, I'd love to see, like, fastest man around the bases and outfield throw and shit like that. Skills contest. Yeah. Wouldn't fastest man around the bases be fun? They do that in hockey. Like, I'd love to see 
like um, Byron Buxton and Billy Hamilton and fuck it, throw like, well, I don't know if Brett Gardner's the fastest, but he runs the bases nicely. There's got to be other fast guys I, I don't think of, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and especially you'd think now that they're starting to really appreciate stat cast and like, wow, look how hard this home run was hit and, you know, look at, look at how fast he was running for that fly ball. Like, add it in there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If you think people like that, then let's do that. Let's have someone – let's have Byron Buxton round the bases at, you know, 30 miles per hour and get some speeds and stuff. They did, they did a good job with the home run derby. That's one of the best decisions MLB made when it was, you know, m- minutes on the clock now instead of yeah. outs. That was one of the best changes they made in, in uh, this whole event. And, and taking – so I think it was like the same year, like home run derby is now going to be – timed event and home field advantage does not matter come from those are smart decisions this whatever they're doing with the voting this year it's stupid hey the fan vote sucks let's do it more have multiple rounds of shitty voting like rizzo's gonna win rizzo's gonna win the nl first base job because cubs fans are more plentiful and he's the fourth deserving person it's a popularity vote. Yeah, stupid. And, it, it, I mean, that's the whole debate. If it's a popularity exhibition game and that's who the people want to see, then that's fine. But it's it's you're, everything you said. It's, it's not necessarily the best baseball players, and that's what people think the All-Star game is. Yeah. Yes. He was an All-Star that year. It's like, well, that means – usually that means you just have a good half a season. Because that's all you're getting judged on. You could have a terrible second half. Like, there's so many players that were all-stars and had terrible years, but they had good first halves. But on, yeah. the, on the whole, it's a terrible year where they were all-stars. Uh, so the whole thing's ridiculous anyway. Whatever. Fun, fun event. Make it matter or make it not matter. But right now, you're in a stupid middle area. Like it. All right. That's enough sports. That's enough sports, and we'll end a talk. How are you doing? What's your halftime like? I'm all right, man. I'm I'm here, We're ready to get to some of that news. I think we ran into some Tuesday walls in the sports, but that's why it's Tuesday, and and then we'll get some good news going. We had some good some good. Uh, we'll end a talk. I mean, always good. We'll end a talk. Fuck the we'll Let's go. What's going on in your halftime? Nothing, nothing at all. I'm wearing this shirt today, which is not a sun shirt, but it's not that bad. I'm going on a radio show today in two hours. Dallas, your old stomping grounds. So yeah, man. Wondering what that's going to be all about. No idea what we're going to talk about. I'm guessing baseball and the breakdowns. Do you know, it's um, Bob Sturm. Is that how you say it? It's like I'm unfamiliar, but I never lived in Dallas, so I think I'm allowed to be unfamiliar. Bob Sturm, I recognize the radio station. That's like the sports radio station. I, yeah, I think it's the big Dallas radio station. I don't um, remember being a Bob Sturm guy, but. Well, he's been super nice. And, like, he has a big following on Twitter. And he's been sharing them and, like, telling people, like, hey, go follow this guy. So I DM'd him and just said, hey, thank you, man. Like, I really appreciate what you've done. And he invited me on the show. So I guess we'll see how that goes. You know, it's weird, nice. though. Like, we do this and we call it a radio show, even though it's a podcast. But, like, we just kind of talk naturally to each other. Right. I did um, SB Nation's radio show with our dude, uh, Jake Asman. Right. When you get on that live radio show, you put your voice like this. Well, yeah. Duh. And you talk like this. And it's just like, that's what happens. And you're like, right. wait, holy shit. I didn't, like, think to start talking like this but my brain was just like like he's like we got john boy on the line he's coming to you from new jersey and then i'm like hey how you guys doing it's like that's not how i talk but i will do that today too that's just kind of natural just pick it up so that's what i got going on let's go into the news i read the news today oh boy and though the news was rather sad Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. A woman who had sex with her dad then married him avoids jail. 
A woman who had sex with her dad and then married him avoids jail. KFC starts selling fried chicken skin, Jake. You interested? Got to be kind of. Always. Oh, ooh. An Oregon capital is now covered in horse manure as Republican lawmakers remain on the lam. We had Melrose covered in shit, human shit, yesterday. Now we have Oregon capital covered in manure. Burglars accidentally steal 22 bottles of fake liquor. They robbed a bartending school. Hilarious. Sylvester Stallone is getting slammed for charging $1,000 per selfie in the United Kingdom. Annis exposes pastor who has been compelling children to eat poop at his orphanage. Seems like a good guy to expose. And basketball champion Scottie Pippen has accused a five-year-old of defacing his home with crayons. I read the news today, oh boy. Hey, Jake, real quick. Yeah. Do you know how people from California say crayons? And how do you say it? Ooh, crayons, yeah. You say crayons? Yeah. Not crayon? No. Ew. Well, that's you didn't weird. say that where I grew up. Luke, do you say crayons or crayons? What? Interesting. Only place that only place I went where I heard crayons was California. Crayons. I mean, I didn't know you would say it that way. Coasters, baby. Well, I'm a coaster. You're nothing. You're a monster. Crayons. Weird. Australian freak. Hey, where do you want to start? What story do you like the best? What do I like the best? I, I was starting a lot of stories, and I, 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 was, I was hitting it bad today. What do you like today, James? Uh, I don't know. We did like a lot of shit stories yesterday. I, 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 the one that I think is the funniest, but I don't know how deep you can get into it, is the people that robbed a bartending school and, and, and robbed fake alcohol. Because I like to picture this as a bunch of 16-year-olds yeah, who never realized it was fake and, and just drank it and you know acted drunk, like that old movie scene. Like, that was alcohol. That was non-alcoholic beer. You're not drunk. And then they're like, oh, shit. I think there's a way that these people that robbed the bartending school drank it, acted drunk, had a great time, and then they saw on the news... Someone robbed 22 bottles of fake liquor and they're sitting on the couch faking hungover or like thinking they're hungover. And then they're like, oh, shit, guys, that wasn't alcohol. <laughs> you know, what were they? It was just colored water. Probably yeah, colored water. So they're just like hyper hydrated, which is good for them. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if we have the have we caught anyone yet? Looking for this? Um, it Let's seems see. more like the article is just a shout out to the bartending school. Like I don't, I they're like explaining how bartending school works. By the end of the class, the students start make a hundred different cocktails. Uh, they practice. Like yeah, I fucking I get how bartending school would work. Yeah, we had a good guess what bartending school is probably like. The like, the, the beginning is a little almost advertisementy. The only part that sucks is they stole an iPad. Um, had all the recipes on there. Yeah, that's true. I'm at, uh, they were making such good concoctions. Um, I don't know. I'm going positive spin zone here. I'm saying there is two two kids, a guy and a gal, um, that had a crush on each other, but they were they were too nervous to make a move, and then they both like thought they were getting drunk, and they had like a a passionate first kiss, and then the next day it comes out that they stole water and then they both know that they both liked and wanted to kiss each other sober and they start a beautiful life. That's great. What are their names? Right. Uh, Melanie and Mel. That's wild. Can you believe that? I can't. Together, when people call them their couple name, they just call them Melanie. We had, there was a, one, one of my friend's parents growing up were Randy and Randy. 
Randy with an I and Randy with a Y. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Well, I think their wedding was getting Randy. Like that was the hashtag back in nineteen. When did wedding hashtags start? Probably after their wedding. Probably after their wedding. It could have been like a, a sign that said, hey, we're getting Randy. Yeah, I don't know if they were that. Well, I don't. I don't know how uh, straightforward they would have been with that at their wedding at the time. My uh, my dad had a coworker, and they were Pat and Pat, Patricia and Patrick. They married each other. Nice. They named their first kid son Pat Junior, and they wow. named their first daughter Patricia. So they were Pat, Pat, no. Pat, and Pat. And then they had a third kid. No. So imagine being that third kid. Everyone in your family's name is Pat. What do you do? Opt out. Like once you come to and you're like seven years old and you're like, wait, mom's name is Pat. Dad's name is Pat. Brother and sister are both Pat. I'm George. I think I got to leave. You hear about that Irish guy that's always hanging out on my porch? Pat. Patio furniture. Wow. Where'd you hear that? You went into Bob's furniture and they told you that joke? There's another joke that's better than that, but I forgot the intro, so I I was racking my brain for 30 seconds thinking of a way to get to patio furniture. Okay. You you got there. It was, success, success, it, was, it, was, it was successful. I had a total douchebag moment What if yesterday. that's how I talk on the radio show? Just start stuttering. Just stammer real hard. Um, yeah, I mean, one of my make but- the breakdowns. Uh, uh, you know, but all, all Star Games bad. Um, <laughs> I had, uh, in, one, in one of my group chats, uh, someone got invited to like a lawyer golf thing yesterday. And they were like, yeah, they were jokingly, they were like, oh, has anyone got any good lawyer jokes? And uh, one of our other buddies, Jay Wu, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm sure uh, I, we, we, we've got lawyer jokes for you. And there was a pause. And I know one lawyer joke. So I started writing it because I thought everyone was going to start spit firing lawyer jokes. So right as I'm about to send the lawyer joke, that same guy says, all right, Jake, tell him our lawyer jokes. And that was like, it was like a good minute as the funny man, but also a bad minute as the funny man as I was already typing up the joke. Um, but it's, uh, what, what do you call 30,000 lawyers jumping out of an airplane? Uh, a good flight. A good start. I was pretty close. Yeah, you were close. Wow, I was one word off. Same concept. Yeah. So you want all lawyers to commit suicide? No, no, no. They all have backpacks on, but it's... Uh, oh, parachutes. Ba- parachutes. Backpacks oh, wow. and parachutes. So. It's just a galvanizing trip for the firm. Yeah, it's about galvanizing. It's, it's about making all the lawyers come together and realize how valuable life we got is. A, it's a funny we, joke. We got a class action lawsuit coming up, and we need to galvanize this team. So all 20 of us, we're going to go skydiving together. Thank you to all our lawyer listeners. Yeah. Is that the joke? Our loyal lawyers. How about that? How about that? Uh, Sylvester Stallone is slammed for charging $1,000 per selfie in the UK. This made me laugh because I think he's allowed to do this. I don't think he has to grandfather himself into the new selfie world. Like anyone that's famous from the last 20 years they have to they are not allowed to fight the selfie life but like if Sylvester Stallone he's old man if he wants to go walk around like London and people constantly run up to him with a picture and take his picture like you ever seen like we saw Judge do it in Oakland and it's like this blows man constantly people run up to you stand next to you and you have to just turn and find the camera and smile shitty life that celebrities nowadays kind of have to just adopt to, but I'm all for Sylvester Stallone shutting it down. Like, I will not have this be my public life. That's $1,000. Yeah, I mean, it's... I, I guess there's two different things going on here. If Sly Stallone is walking up and down the street trying to get people to do this, that's a bad look. 
if people are coming up and they're like, Sly, can I get a selfie? Can I get a selfie? And you just go, thousand bucks. Like, then uh, then we're on Sly's side. Um, that's what I can't tell. Uh, what's getting me worried is that there are ticket packages. <laughs> uh, the cheapest package starts at 160 but they go up to $1,000 for a premium photo experience. So I think that just means he makes out with you. So he's hosting an event. And he's like, you can come to the event for 100 bucks, But if you want like a VIP pass where you get to take a picture with me, it's 1000 bucks. I really think he's just selling a VIP pass for 1000 bucks, which I think is very normal for events. But whoever wrote this article saw that the, in the VIP event description, it said you get a picture with Sly, which all VIPs in the history of VIP tickets have gotten. Like, you want to meet right. Taylor Swift after the show? Pay 1000 bucks and you get the VIP ticket. And I think whoever wrote this article just really spun it to make him seem like a dick. And I think this is nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah, literally the last sentence is, we work with A-list celebs and unfortunately quality costs. The same event with Arnold Schwarzenegger charges fans the exact same, and Mel Gibson is cheaper at eight twenty-eight. So yeah, this is just uh, Mel Gibson, a bratty writer. Yeah, this is just whoever wrote this article was just trying to do uh, Stallone dirty when really he's hosting an event, and if you want to do the VIP backstage photo access meet and greet, you pay a higher price which has been the same thing since the dawn of time. I'm glad. I'm glad. I came in having Stallone's back. It changed on me, and I thought, like, oh, no, I'm not going to have Stallone's back. Now I have his back. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You know, someone in the chat is like, <laughs> is, uh, you guys should iron your shirts. Wow. I mean, I... I can't think of a more embarrassing thing to come into a chat and like tell another man to iron his shirt. I'm 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 trying to not iron my shirt. Imagine ironing your t-shirts. Frank, that's a lot of wasted life you got going on in your day to day. Ironing my t-shirt to sit in a chair in front of my computer. Holy shit. I'd honestly be, be really that, dumb. You'd really have to contemplate like what am I doing with my life that this is taking up some time? Yeah. You'd really have to start thinking like, I mean, if you go out, go out to dinner, Jake's yeah. a huge ironer. I will have your back there. You're a big time iron your shirt if you go out. Whoa. Um, you were in college at least. Yeah. I mean, we're talking eight years ago now. Um, yes, I would. I would not go out to the bar trying to meet the woman of my life in a, a, as wrinkled shirt as possible. I agree with you. Yeah. To say, I'll say this, for how naturally lazy and dumb and bad I am at doing things, I don't mind ironing. Ironing is pretty basic, and oh, it's yeah, pretty easy. If you've got the right setup, you put a podcast on or a show on in the background, like I'll iron away. I'm like my mother in that way. Oh, see, that's where we differ. Like, mine's not, mine's not an activity. I'm get some water in there, plug it in a minute later when it's hot, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, out. I'm like my mom. If I get the right. iron out, I'm like, Katie, give me everything you want ironed right now. I'm going to watch an episode of a TV show, and I'm going to iron everything we need ironed for the next couple weeks. But this right. is like you iron your button downs, your collared shirts, this shirt if I was to go out to dinner. Um, but, but we just woke up and sit here to talk to each other. And yeah. to iron a t-shirt for that. You live a sad life. Odd. You live a sad life if you, if you iron t-shirts to sit inside your house. Yeah. Wow. Um, you know, this pastor got exposed because he's been compelling children to eat poop at his orphanage. One of those things that, like, there's a lot of humor in the headline, but then on the whole, you think about it, and there's no humor at all, and it's just so terrible. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, why are they have to eat the poop? That's what I don't get. And that's, I feel like that's a question we always come back to, is why do you have to eat the poop? Like, I don't understand... 
what the end game is here. Is he like, hey, we don't have enough food to feed you at the orphanage today, but you can always go eat your own shit. Is that what he's, what's being offered? Ooh. I think this is one of the stories that I, we, we find a couple sentences in the stories that we end up not, not liking at all. Yeah, it seems like a bad story. How about Scottie Pippen accusing a five-year-old of destroying his house with crayons? Crayons. Uh, seems like it's his daughter. My guess is this is his daughter. Because my sister did this to my mom once, and she got really mad at her. She did what? Ritzy. She drew all... She, Ritzy was a... I think... Was it me or Ritzy? It was Ritzy. My little sister. She was like a little angel, never did anything wrong. Never really got yelled at. And then one day she just drew all over the walls with crayons, and my mom yelled at her for the first time in her life, and I think she probably still doesn't... have not touched a crayon yet. Wow. You want me to call her and ask her if she likes crayons? I mean, does she say I'm crayons or crayons? I would guess my, all my siblings, my Courtney and Richie say it the same as me, which is crayon. But I don't know. <sighs> she didn't answer. Straight to voicemail. Is she on vacation or something? She's a teacher. So, yeah, she's going to be with on that vacation. boy. Yeah, her boyfriend. They're coming here soon, in like three days. I met him. Hunter. I met them. Do you introduce yourself as gatherer? How many often do you think he gets that? Not a lot. Yeah. Not a lot. But next time. Next time we'll do it. Next time we'll do it. All right. P A Do you know what I just did? I was typing in my password to unlock my computer to play a soundboard, and I just started saying my password out loud. Wow. I got two letters deep. Damn. It's fucking ridiculous. Just you wake up, and you're like, I have such a dumb brain. Am I really ironing a T-shirt to go sit in my own house? Whatever. Right? You made fun of people ironing their T-shirts. You're saying your passwords. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying I don't have a dumb brain. Right, right, right. I'm just saying. I, never, I didn't say that either. Yeah. Wow. Cool. I never said you weren't dumb. Thank you for that. Soundboard. We got to get you a swivel chair. Sometimes I don't, you don't swivel, and I feel so bad. I'm so uncomfortable all day. Yeah, we got to get you it's a nice torture. chair. You want to get a nice chair? I can get no. you a nice chair. No, I live in uncomfortability. You know this. Okay. Slept on a floor in Vegas. I can't do that anymore. Like, I just... I can't either, Jim. But you, you still. But I have to. The show must go on. You still dabble in that life. Hey. <laughs> Steve Martin dancing. What's the next thing we do? Better of the day? Better of the day. It's the so. better of the day. Better of the day. Better of the day. Better the day, better the day. Jakey, Jakey did not make a mistake yesterday. He chose the Rockies to beat the San Francisco Giants. It was a two to nothing victory for the men of Colorado. Jake starts his week off one and zero. I agreed with him that he would be correct. I start my week one and zero. Jake is now fifty four and sixty one lifetime record, but he's on the biggest winning streak he has been on since. Last Thursday, Jake, last Friday, technically, what are you going with today? What is drawing your eye? How are you going to make the people money? Wish I knew you when I was young. Could have got so high. Um, I guess we'll just keep running the baseball, right? Um, I saw some Women's World Cup, but I didn't see any lines, so we'll stay away from it. Um, Jimmy, James, John Boy. I've got one pick em in MLB baseball tonight. Even money, either way. So let's go there. Let's make our escape. Come on, let's go there. What else can we say? Is that the Creed song? 
Uh, I do not know. All right, we'll look that up. Jimmy, the pick'em game in MLB tonight is the Braves versus the Cubbies, something we talked about earlier. Okay. Max, Max Freed. Do we say it Freed or Fried? Do we know? Freed. Freed. Um, against the young guy Alize, or is it Malibu? Adbert Alzale. Um, he's only pitched four innings this year. Jim, I think this game's going to be kind of heated, right? Um, with what happened yesterday, let's um, g- give me the Cubbies at home. Screw it. You don't think the Braves are going to be all fired up from the beating they took and and uh, all the yelling and screaming? I, I, I think they'll be intense, but I think Freed, I, I like the Cubs lefties versus lefties. They're hitters. And um, I, I like, obviously, their righties versus lefties. So I, I, I like the matchup for them. It's, it's a four-game set, so the Braves won't be out of it. It's not do or die. Um, g- give me the Cubbers. Has anyone been talking about how Flowers' catching partner is McCann, who was like kind of the original anti-fun police as catcher? So maybe Flowers is just maybe maybe Contreras thought it was McCann back there. Okay. He's like, yeah, you take that. I'm gonna have fun. I found out that I pronounced. Tehran, wrong. I had no idea I was pronouncing the pitcher's name Tehran wrong. Tehran. Did you know that I was pronouncing it wrong? Should have been correcting me. It's no man. No, all those letter mix. We we did this with another last name the other day. Like that letter pattern. I have no idea. And I I feel like that's where that those kind of e h e names get like a bad reputation because then you run into the wrong wrong guy who's like actually it's pronounced Teheran and you're like shut up dude um i was blown away so, i was like it was on every on every platform we posted the video on it was like the first comment like how did you just pronounce that name and i was like whoa i'm happy to know that i Tehran's so much fucking easier to say than Tehran, which i thought it was yeah right so I'm excited about it. But yeah. Alright, so you're going on the Cubs, right? I'm on the Cubs. The Braves. Braves are like pretty good. This is a fun series. Um who's pitching? It's Max Fried or Freed versus The Cubs have a rookie going? I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree. Okay. Jakey, Jakey, about to make a big mistakey. I think the Braves have, have too much, like, fun energy going on. And I think this is going to be a good four-game set that's going to go back and forth, back and forth. So I think the Braves, I like, like it. punch back today. Good good midseason baseball, the retaliation. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go. Wilson's pissed, Jim. Who's pissed? Contreras, man. Yeah. Tyler Flowers said something. Um, the broadcast booth for the Braves just basically they're not trying to spread misinformation, but they're not right. searching for the correct things. And Flowers may not have said something bad to Contreras when he was arguing with the ump, you know, but he did laugh or say something. But the Braves broadcast just acted as if Contreras turned and looked at Flowers with no prior anything at all. Like, who would do that? Like, you you don't, like, hit a home run and your first thing is turn and look at the catcher. If there wasn't, I'm not saying it was warranted, but there was something there. And I think it was Jeff Francoeur or Frenchie just saying, like, I would have swung at him. It's like, no, you wouldn't have, dude. No, you wouldn't And just, have. like, please stop just spouting, like, nonsense to your yeah. audience because then everyone thought there was nothing before, and it was like, Man, broadcasters are some of them are real tough these days. They're just they're just feeding their own beast instead of looking for the correct food. Yeah. All right. Talking food. Talking food. I was gonna go to the chat, but uh, you know who's here? Sandra's here. Grazie. Grazie. Oh, grazie, mi amore. Hi, Sandra. Albert's the Albert and Sandra show. All right. 
We are out. We will uh, see you later. See you tomorrow or for the Yankees pregame go pregame show later today. See you guys. Oh wait, I gotta play the music, Jake. That's how we end this show. Play the music. See ya.